Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still here After all these years After all these tears I shed Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Larry. And I'm Heather. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. It changed everything for us, but I'm still here. Yep. And today we're talking about some treatment or overall cancer hacks, cheats, ways to maybe like let your day go a little bit better when you're doing all these fun things, right? For sure. I mean, and that's uh, definitely one of the things that I think uh, you you would learn anyway. So why not uh, <laughs> learn these things before or you can give somebody else this advice if you're listening to this podcast and yeah. you hear about this. Um, certainly none of these things we're going to give you are going to hurt uh, in any way. And yeah, it's. I think it's better to learn them from somebody than learn them the hard way. Or right? at the end, you know, you're like, why wasn't I doing <laughs> oh, this the whole time? That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're good. Yeah. What do you got for number one? Number one is hydrate. So hydrate before procedures. Obviously, sometimes there's timelines on things, but um, it's a lot easier to get an IV in when you have hydrated. Hydrate after procedures. I actually just got my medicine today. And so I know that it's better to hydrate, get that moving around, all that kind of stuff. So drink your water, people. Just in general, our body works better when yeah. optimal level of fluids are in it. Um, not only that, uh, well, in a lot of your treatments, you're not going to feel like doing much, right? Right. I mean, you're 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 not going to be eating much. You're not going to. It's easy just to not drink water too. Mm -hmm. And because uh, you just don't feel like it, but boy, I mean, every you got to remember, everything is going to work better. So better the medicine, everything is going to be more efficient and more effective if you're hydrated. Yeah, and I would say kind of a, maybe a sub hack of that is that what you just alluded to, especially on the days that you're feeling good, like get the water in you because there are going to be days that you're not going to be. So you know, again. You can you can hydrate less if you you know just can't choke it down. But man, on the days you're feeling good, take advantage of it, yeah. right? And the days you're feeling really crappy, and including vomiting uh, and stuff like it, boy, you got to get some fluids in you. Yeah, you got to try to keep them in. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess for that I use other things, right? Like that's when I will yeah. go to like Body Armor or Gatorade or things like that. It's just easier for me to mm -hmm. get it down. So, yeah. Number two. Number two, wear comfy clothes. So you're not going for an interview? Not going for an interview. Yeah. If you can see me right now, I'm wearing leggings and a sweatshirt. Um, this would be pretty appropriate for a lot of the things I do. However, yeah. I would be considering what um, type of appointment I'm going to because I might want to wear a sweatshirt that zips up so I can take it off easily i might it just depends or sometimes not a sweatshirt or, with a zipper right because i don't want any metal mm -hmm. all of those things are really important jewelry uh sometimes needs to be taken off i don't particularly like to take my ring and necklace and things like that off in the hospital and give them to somebody so just a little which bit which she's done 75 times oh a million times okay. I, this is the learn it the hard way yes <laughs> And it, things in my pocket are not the safest things in the world. So leave yeah, them at home. Leave them at home. And But again, just thinking about if you're accessing a port, is it good to have a button up? How are you going to get to the port? Um, all of those kind of things. If you're doing tests that, 
you know, a lot of times they've told you to change into a gown, it's because they don't want you to have metal on. So if you don't wear metal, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and they can get to an IV spot, you're probably going to be able to wear your comfortable clothes, which is so much better. And if you're, if you're just going in for, say, chemotherapy or something yeah. like that, wear comfortable clothes. Yeah, just, for you're sure. not there to impress anybody. You are there to be comfortable, including what you're wearing on your feet. Yeah. Something you can kick off really easy and put back on. All yes. of those things are great calls. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And remember, hospitals are cold. They are. Overdressed. <laughs> so, overdressed, yes. That um, is true. I hate, yeah. It's like... Especially when you're doing treatment. Yeah. Everything is colder. Yeah. Hospitals and airplanes. Burr. So, in movie theaters. <laughs> Number three. Number three. Don't schedule around other events if you can we've talked a little bit about this right yep. so what do you mean like there's a certain amount of anxiety that comes with scheduling appointments that have to do with cancer right so i just find that if i can either have them done and out of the way well before or just not having to think about them kind of be in that whole everything's great period of time so we're not talking about treatment here we're talking nope. about tests and tests, appointments yeah 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 okay Just and i i would say also with that i think it's so easy to get into that um thought that like whatever they tell me like oh this is the appointment time like there's no flexibility with that and that's other than chemo chemo is not very flexible right it's once every three weeks and pretty regimented for you. But you can you can take sometimes take a week off or whatever but it's okay also to ask or to say, man, you know, my family's getting together that day or whatever that looks like, you know. Some um, things are hard and fast for them. Some yeah. things are not. Yep. And if you don't ask, you don't, you don't know. Mm -hmm. That's all I got about that. Number Quattro. four, allow yourself plenty of time. This is a hard one for me because I like to get to things right on time. But it does raise your stress level when you are sitting in traffic five minutes away from the hospital or 10 minutes away from the hospital at your appointment time, right? Mm -hmm. So just allow yourself plenty of time. You can also maneuver appointments based on, I do it based on how I know traffic will be. Um, and on the flip side of that, like, I just think it goes better if you can also just kind of allow them time as well <laughs> especially at big hospitals like things get behind and i mean if we can all just keep the mindset that they're probably working on somebody that they really need to be or spending time with somebody that they you know it's not that they're trying to be behind in that situation and some hospitals are also super great at catching up so it doesn't really matter it's just easier to kind of um get there early know that you might be there for a long time you know, don't overschedule yourself on, in that respect. And that this is something we did learn the hard way. We just thought everything ran, you know, in a certain way. And after about, I don't know, a month or two of, of going there and doing things, we realized, oh, no, that is not how it works, at least at the hospital we went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and once we got into the mindset of expecting it yeah. to be behind yeah and them understanding that they did have a good reason for being behind yeah. it wasn't because they were taking extra coffee breaks right. they were spending the extra 15 minutes with that uh patient that was just newly diagnosed right. and and answering questions or talking and, about progression yeah and progr it's things like that you know what that that's why they're there and we would want that extra time if it were us 
Um, so yeah. have some grace and uh, just go in going, you know what, it, we, we're going to yeah. be here. Don't schedule something. You know, if you got your uh, doctor's appointment at one, don't schedule this important lunch at two. Right. Don't do that to yourself. Right. You know, Likewise, schedule it at four. If you're scheduling other appointments um, in the hospital, you know, there is sometimes some leeway with that too. So you can always, you know, can I still do this? Or can you call them? A lot of times if we knew we were running way behind and they would do that and it was never a problem to go to that next appointment then. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's so anxiety inducing and it really can be kind of alleviated with the right conversations and planning. Yeah. Which yeah. I think number five can also alleviate that. <laughs> number five is bring the right person. So, um... Bring the person who is that you're comfortable with. Bring the person that you don't have to entertain. Bring the person who can advocate for you if you need it. Bring the right person for the job. And sometimes it's the right, you know, you're like I would say you're my top person in that. Like you can do all of those things. But I have other people who can do some of those things, maybe, you know. And so depending on what the, the day looks like, you know, that's, that's fine. but and, and maybe, you know, it's eight hours of chemo and she doesn't want to talk to me for eight hours. <laughs> you know, other people can come too. That, that the yeah. thing, you know, it, now she was like eight hours of chemo. Some people I know are doing an hour or two. Yeah. And, um, but maybe that is uh, taking somebody else when, sure. you, you know, you yeah. know what it's going to be now and going, you know what, maybe uh, they'll come with me this time. Yeah. You, know, you can have that reason. They don't even need to know that. And uh, yeah, yeah, and sometimes can make it, 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 it can even be a break if it's your primary caregiver, right? If, right? if for them to know that you're in good hands with somebody else and they can, you know, go to work or relax or do something that's, you know, not completely cancer related might be a good thing. For so, sure. Yep. Yeah. Number six. Get the things you need at home prior to whatever's happening. So I think this is a little more related to things like surgery or procedures, but um, it's helpful to have this, you know, have your fridge stocked a little bit. Have the, you know, ibuprofen, Tylenol, things like that. Have the Gatorade uh, after chemo or whatever that is. Just if you can do those things prior to, you're not sending somebody out. You're not trying to make decisions. You're just... You can kind of just slide back into home and and feel better about it. And if you're working at the same time, that goes hand in hand with this. Try to tie up those things that you know are pressing. Not always possible, but try to yeah. um, give yourself a couple of days of where you can coast or maybe not coast, maybe even to, to days off. Uh, where they don't even need you as far as a phone call or something like that. Yeah. Uh, if you can get those things organized, both the home uh, school, uh, <laughs> so job, boring. whatever that is. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little more pleasant for you for yep. sure. I agree. Uh, number seven, this is also something that I've learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. Read the instructions, not the night before, <laughs> but like maybe Read the, the instructions for what? For an upcoming test or procedure. Yes. The thing is now you have these nifty little portals and when they look, when it says your appointment time, it also says... A whole bunch of words under that. A bunch of other all. stuff. <laughs> and like, you know, I do PET scans and they recommend no exercise for 48 hours prior. So like, 
not, you know, like I have done that in the past. I know I've walked 48 hours prior, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, now once you've done it or once you have read it, yeah. it's going to be the same each time. Right. But well, but yeah. actually that's changed over the, I think that recommendation has changed well, over the last 20 years, but okay. not a month from now. No, yes. no, no. Right. But yeah, know what you're getting into. I mean, again, you, the last thing you want is to have needed to fast for some sort of situation and get there and go, nope. <laughs> if you got that person in your life that wants to, that can take that on yes. and say, no, I'll do all the pre stuff for yeah. you. I'll make sure this and that, and I'll summarize it for you. And this is what you got to know. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, that can be a load off of you and yeah. you don't have to worry about that stuff. Some people just are wanting to just tell me what to do. Yeah, for and sure. And some people want to read and... Well, I don't want to read. If you want to read my... I don't. Okay. I'm not that person. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. Yeah. Shoot. But some people have that person. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Number eight. You want to tell... Well, we didn't have this. So this is not from our experience, but it for sure would be what we do would do now if we had the same scenario, if we were just leapfrogged to now. Um, we'd find, because we have a two to two and a half hour drive to get to the hospital that we go to or did go to. So we would either get a good podcast or a series of podcasts. Maybe they've already released a whole bunch and a topic that is appropriate, Mm -hmm. um, because that matters when you're going Mm -hmm. through treatment. Um, sometimes they throw curveballs at you and you're like, oh, this is really uncomfortable that we're listening to this yes. right now based on what we're about ready to do. Um, uh, maybe it's just... Side, side note on yeah. that. At some point, I'm going to do like some sort of pre-approved book club. We could do podcasts and things like that that, that are not going to send you down mm. rabbit holes of, oh my gosh, this person, you know. Sure. Maybe it's funny. Maybe yeah, that's sure. what you need. Um, a lot of times we were leaving here at... 4 a.m., 6 a.m. for the drive down there. Maybe it is. Maybe you just want to sleep. I, I, you know, it's different for everybody, but um, it's amazing on a two-hour drive how fast it goes when you're listening to a podcast, even just listening to music. Yeah. Um, because your, your brain's involved in your question. We press pause a lot and talk about, you know, whatever that podcast is. Um, and so, so something like that. But it could be, you know, for you, you hate podcasts. What we would have done back then is play some sort of road game or, you know, Mm -hmm. you're looking at that and find it, you know, just something to pass the time because those trips are many and they do become monotonous. uh, And so, so we would do something like that. And then when Heather was doing chemotherapy, we were, it was eight to 10 hours a session down there. So, you know, there was no phones, there was no, you know, screen phones. And so now we would, you know, get a Netflix series or another podcast and whether that's just her zoning out listening to it or us listening or watching it together. Um, they have TVs, obviously, but, you know, we were just, uh, yeah. So she would do crosswords. She would do other things. I would grade papers. Um, but now they're just technologies, leaps and bounds. You could have a bigger screen and sit it right there. It's just Plan that stuff. Yeah, I think one of the things I was going to say is that it's sometimes fun to have maybe do a series that you only watch when you're there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like I do that too with the treadmill, right? Like sure. the uh, this is a show I really want to watch, but I'm only going to watch it when I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> so it's sort of... But just think, about, think yeah. it through. And if somebody again, else has watched it, 
maybe say, hey, would that be a good thing for yeah. me to watch yeah, yeah, yeah. while I'm doing chemo? <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there are. It's, it's well, just when you're in the moment, you don't want to watch just bad things happen to people. You yeah. just don't. Yeah. Keep it light. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. And I bet there's other things that we haven't because we didn't do all those things, but we would do it now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Going back to chemo, just ask about the timing. Like, we were talking about the fact that, every, you know, I didn't know anything about chemo. So, I really thought I was going to... Start puking immediately, which I almost, you almost did. did. <laughs> but that was a reaction. It wasn't the truth. Yeah. Um, and then just not stop. But that's really not the case. So when you're, you know, learning about chemo and what you're gonna, what's gonna happen, ask them about the timing of things in terms of, will I feel, you know, when will I start feeling not as good? You know, that's all based on your counts dropping and things like that. So. A lot of times people really do feel pretty good the next day or next couple days and then it drops off from there. So all of that, you know, you might be able to coordinate it so that you, you do go to work the next day if you're working or maybe the next couple days and then that, you know, when you're not feeling good, that's a weekend. I don't, whatever that looks like for saying you. Saying chemo is like saying cancer. Yeah, there's so there many so different There's so many things. different ones and then there's so many different regimens of that same chemotherapy. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're getting chemo every day over a 20-day period, but that's the one chemotherapy, it's going to be a much different um, way you feel and how you react to you're getting it once a week or once every two weeks, but you're getting much more of it. Yeah, It's going to be different. Guess who knows the answer to these? The nurses. <laughs> the nurses know and they will, they'll, you know, the experienced ones, the ones that have been doing this for 20 years, they know to yeah. the day and they know now and it's also different if you're 30 years old and doing the same exact regimen as a 68 year old yeah those are two different things but the nurses still know they know for the most part how people are going to react and they are just a wealth of knowledge that you can tap into and they will answer those and to the best of their ability um yeah. ask those questions though before you even start yeah, you know, you have access I would say to that, that. Yeah. that's true also for surgery and recovery, right? Yeah. Like be clear on what, you know, are you going to have weight restrictions? How long is that going to be? What does that look like, you know? Yeah. What's coming your way? It's better to know. I, you know, I think a lot of times we don't ask questions and then we worry about the things we don't know. Mm -hmm. So. So true. Yeah. All right. Number, number 10. 10. The the big one. This is my Yes. This is the big one? No. Oh, God. No, this is just kind of, I, not to be funny, but Valium is your friend. Mm -hmm. So um, you don't need to tough it out when you're doing all of these treatments. You know, like they do make medicines to help you relax. Um, we were thinking about, you know, I, I do not do well in MRIs, so I do take something to relax, you know, and, and bring a driver with me. You know, same thing for... Radiation can feel overwhelming, claustrophobic. Sometimes you have to have, you know, you can't move. So you have to have everything really pinned down. It's it's not a great feeling. So, um, yeah, use the medication that's, you know, <laughs> that's available. Yeah. And in the same sense, uh, this just hit me as, it's okay to say time out. Yeah. Time out, yep. wait a minute, I need to fix this. This is not going to work. Yeah. They do this every day. Yeah. Th they can help with that. Yeah. 
Don't tough it out. I totally, totally agree. Don't tough it out. Yeah. This is, you're not there to be tough. Well, and even like when you're doing it, like anything, a CAT scan or an MRI or whatever, they can, you know, you can push the button when the MRI thing, they can hear you if you say something in a CAT scan. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think we, again, just, and that gives you those feelings of just, oh, I hated that. And maybe you didn't, didn't have to hate it, right? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, and everybody's different. I go into a, I go into MRI and it's just like relaxed time for me. It's wonderful. <laughs> the music's going. I shut my eyes. I just wander off. I can still hear them and, and but, oh, but where other people's like, that is the worst thing ever. So I don't really understand that, but I do get yeah, I, how people feel that the th You know, I'll say the thing is with that, too. Like, when I've had MRIs, I've had, like, full MRIs, head mm -hmm. to toe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you That's know. That's a long time. A long time. <laughs> and, and they'll, with and without contrast. So they even yeah. pull you out halfway, you know. Yeah. So it's, a, yeah, those are tough things. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, those can help you. Those can help. Or somebody that you're listening to this and you have a friend going through stuff. Maybe one of these things is like, oh, that, that I should tell them that. We'll do. Pick up the phone or send them a text. Just say, uh, you heard this from Heather. Um, and we are, things we're working on to, um, to help with these is, you know, uh, which was mentioned if you, I don't know what. It was last week or yeah, something. Last week, we. Um, what did you guys think? Our hundredth episode. Yeah. <laughs> we but we mentioned the fact that you're starting these meditations. Yeah. Um, and something like that can could be a a, a treatment cheat for it. Definitely would have been for you. Yeah. Um, whether that's before, during, or after, or all three. Right. Uh, that can be not only a calming, but it can be a focusing, and a focusing your your mind on things that can be effective. There's, you know, the sky's the limit there. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, all right. Um, also, this is the plan, people. Okay. We're going on vacation. There will be no podcast next week. We are taking the week off. Wow. Wow. So, again. We are leaving right now, by the way. <laughs> um, good time to catch up on old episodes or... Pass these on. Share them with somebody else. You can go listen to Ty's music. You can do whatever you want. I mean, obviously, you can do whatever you want. But. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> but don't freak out that we're not going to be here next week. Yep. So. I didn't know this. I know. Yeah. It's a surprise. I like to surprise you sometimes. She says this, <laughs> and there's going to be a podcast next week. Watch. Watch. <laughs> we might see you next week. <laughs> Have a great one. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. After all these years, after all these tears I shed. I'm still here. And I'm walking this earth like I should be. There was days that I didn't know if I would be. Feet in the ground and my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here Like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be Here we go, here we go Hey 
everyone. I hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here, and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, especially if you found it helpful. We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions, and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.